Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and it's wonderful to be here today with you. Oh my goodness. Um, so I woke up this morning, and I just wondered, what if there are no accidents? None. What, what if um, our ability to be hardwired to avoid things that are uncomfortable or we don't like was not meant to be for avoidance, but to be a reminder that we're out of alignment? What if that's all it is? What if uh, being, um, oh gosh, what if feeling a negative experience, like what if feeling a, a negative, like um, a negative, like uh, disgust or anger or jealousy, what if all of these were just to show us where we were out of alignment? And if it's a reaction, right? What came before the reaction but the thought? The thought, the knee jerk, the knee jerk reaction comes from a belief or a thought that says, oh, this is wrong, or this isn't good, or, you know, like, there's some training in there. There's some training. But what if there are no accidents? If there are no accidents, then everything serves the higher good. And if that's the case, then it's up to us to see how. And the only way to see how is to leave the negative, to leave the negative experience, the negative thought, the negative emotion. And so how do we do that, right? How do we do that? Well, we have to make a practice of non-judgment. And I don't know if non-judgment is the word, uh, but we have to make a practice of being in love with what is. Wow. Being in love with what is. To stop the ew, yuck, uh, that's gross, um, Let's see, uh, that was mean. Um, I'm trying to think of all of the things we say. Uh, I'm hurt. Um, like, to stop all of this and to just come back to a center place where we just notice things and we notice what they bring up in us. And if we don't like what we see, we make the adjustments within. What would that be like? We make the adjustments within. And then we see those adjustments in real time as our world changes. Holy cow. I'm practicing this big time now because I am so believing in it, absolutely so believing in it, that I don't, think that there's an option to do anything else at this point. And if I consciously chose the route of self-pity or victim or fear, I would know that it was a choice 
and I was playing a role in my movie and I better enjoy it while I am. <laughs> but I got to tell you, I don't I don't even like witnessing or feeling a victim around me. I don't I don't want to play the victim. Where's the power in that? You know, maybe there is power in it and I'm unaware, but I think that I want to choose play. I want to choose to be an artist. I want to choose to be actualized in this world. Actualized. And I don't even know what that word means. What it means for me right now, the way I used it, means to be turned on and highly um, potentialized. You know, I want to be alive. I want to be feeling. I want to be living. I want to be loving. I want to be laughing. I want to be able to be touched by the world around me. And to do that, I have to be vulnerable. I have to make choices in every moment that serve the highest good in order to set, like the more you become um, affected in a negative way by the world around you, the more you shut down, the more walls you build, the more you shut down um, your senses. You don't want to touch, you don't want to smell, you don't want to taste. You're shutting you down. All right, and you can only shut you down so far before you die. You know, like you will die from shutting down because you can only shut down so much. If you shut down your heart, you're dead, you know? If you shut down your nervous system, you might as well be dead. You will be dead. If you, if you shut down your flow of life flow, blood flow, blood, you will die. So we have to make a decision. Are we here to shut down or are we here to turn on? And if we're here to turn on, I got to tell you, there's so much benefit to that. Because when you turn on you, you turn on the world around you. And it becomes this alive, spectacular, beautiful place. And when things show up in your life that are like, ah, uh, I don't know why this would happen to me. I'm a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. Why would this happen? Just trust. Just look through it. It's like everything is happening beautifully in alignment with the truth of who we are. And if the truth of who you are still has a little frequency to clear out, you know, I see the things happening in my life as mismatched frequency. When there is a dissonance, a dissonance, like something that I've would normally, you know, like you would say is bad. I see it as dissonance. Now, people leaving and people staying and people dying and people living and people sick, I consider all part of the script. It's part of the journey. I have my journey. I allow other people to have their journey and I celebrate all of our journeys. You know, I've made so many mistakes in my life. And I do believe that I've learned from them and that they've taught me so much. So why would I deprive anyone else of making their own mistakes? You know, why would I deprive them? I can give them my experience, but I cannot like uh, have some sort of expectation that someone just give up that process of, of learning. You know, I look at my daughter and she's so alive and such a good person and she's still doing things that I've told her don't do you know or doing yeah I would just say that let's just 
didn't even clarify, you know, but there's things I'm working to teach her. It's like, she's like, oh, I already know this. Don't bother me. It's okay. I got this. <laughs> and I have to honor that. I have to honor that because she, I know she's taking it. I know how it is when I take things in. I take things in even if I blow someone off. I still take in what they told me. You know, maybe it'll make sense or it'll, um, I'll, I'll process it and take advantage of it at some time. But um, you have to be in your own truth. And I have to allow other people to be in their own truth. So it comes back to there are no accidents, right? There are no accidents. Everything happens on purpose for a reason. And if we are manifesting the world around us, right? The world around us. Now that is the world you touch, taste here. Now, if you bring in the newspaper, if you bring in the news, if you bring in Afghanistan, if you bring in uh, Europe, uh, Ukraine, all of these things, then you're making those your world too. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, I am limiting my world to what I can see, taste, touch, hear, and feel because this is where my senses can do, right? I can't do in Ukraine. I can't do in Europe. I can do right here, right now, right? Right here, right now. And when we... uh are always, um, if we choose to reach out to a place where we can't do anything, then we are choosing in some way to be victim if we judge what is happening as bad. So we will join the victims in that. But I would like to stay in my power. And I meet a lot of people every day who make these choices to stay in their power. And it's so magnificent. And I'm so inspired. So this is... I want to impart today that there are no accidents. We have the choice to love what is. And when we choose to love what is, the bigger, greater, expanded, new solution, answers, reality, all slides into place. We just have to show up and, and embrace it, open the door, welcome it in. So I'm welcoming in the new into my life because of some recent events that have completely destroyed the old. So I'm like, okay, come on in new, come on in. What will you be? Who will you be? I'm ready to answer the door. I'm ready to see who it is. I am actually very excited because I have no idea. It's like having a baby. You just don't know. Like, what will it be? Who will it be? I like getting the answers handed to me a little bit at a time. Because if I knew the big picture right now, it wouldn't be fun to meet like the expansion of it along the way. And who's to say I'm ready for the end? What if the end is two years down the road and I'm going to be a far more expanded person by the time that happens? If I was able to rush to completion every moment, it would be a lot. It would be a lot. So I'm enjoying processing. I'm enjoying being part of the process. I'm enjoying loving what is, even when it's in, you know, the uh, ugly goose stage. Is that what it is? The ugly duckling stage. Even when it's in the ugly duckling stage, I love just savoring and being curious. And that is what survives me. That is what keeps me young, to tell you the truth. 
because we're... Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I'm still releasing all of this. Do you believe? I'm still releasing. So all of this is just being alive. We came to be alive. We didn't come to be dead. And so many people are focused on dying. What if we just focused on living? What if we just focused on having fun? What if we just focused on enjoying what is right around us right now, even if it is a mess, even if it is chaos, even if it is death, and I realize that's a long shot. That is a long shot. But in every experience, there is like a glimmer. There's a glimmer. Like, you know, the, the most amazing thing I see in every tragedy in my life is the loving people who show up every single time. And I know my friend David knows this too. I mean, because I've heard it from him, the stories, the stories, stories, and probably all of you have. But when we focus on the devastation or the trauma or the or the tragedy, rather than focusing on the good, and you might say there's no good in death, there's no good in in um, losing your home, losing your job, losing your boyfriend, your husband. There may not be any good you'd think in that. But what if I told you that the good in that was what was yet to come? What if I told you the good in that was what showed up around you at that time? What if the good in it was what showed up in you? The strength to do something new and different. You know, often we we use the world around us as a limiting force. We say, well, eh, this is good enough. Good enough. You know, rather than expansion, good enough is like stagnation. Good enough is not moving, not expanding. Mm. So what if, what if it's all about expansion and your choice to be in it or not? What if it's all about growing and expanding and being your highest potential self? So are you sitting around saying, well, my job's good enough, my car's good enough, my apartment's good enough, eh, eh. Is that the energy? If it is, I highly recommend you do something about it. Because that energy is going to take care of itself. It's going to destroy or, or demolish whatever for you to step into the new. If you are expanding, you have to leave the old behind. It's so funny because there was one year where I can't tell you how many cars I drove. It was just crazy. And I kind of embraced it. And I was, I was embracing it because I knew that the car I had would always be a match for the frequency I am. And so I took it as an indication that there was a lot of expansion happening in my life. And there was, and there still is. And you know, what's interesting to me is that I would have thought that, wow, I expanded so much and I caught up with where I was supposed to be. (laughs) That's a great way to say it, right? But that wasn't what happened. There was a lot of expansion. And then it was if I learned to ski And now I was going on bigger and bigger ski hills. So there was more expansion. There was more expansion. There was more expansion. It just kept coming. It just kept coming. Oh, I got to get a blanket for Toulouse. He's saying I'm here. I want a cozy spot. Oh my goodness. I made him a blanket. Well, I I made a blanket, a blanket, a huge blanket out of this special yarn that he just loves. It's the gushiest, cushiest yarn, and he thinks it's the best. So, 
today, consider the fact that there, you can have a tragedy and you can find so much amazing beauty in it. You know, the, the ugly duckling syndrome, you know, something may be ugly and seem so unwanted, but just allow, 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 and see what comes out of it. See the the beautiful, the beautifulness, you know, this is all butterfly stuff. This is all, you know, going from <clears throat> one experience and then molting into another and molting into another. And we have to keep shedding those old skins. So just be open to it. And at first, if you resist shedding the skin, it's very painful. But if we get used to shedding that skin, if we get used to just staying in a state of love with no resistance to what's happening around us, no resistance to what's going on, we will find this unlimited potential for more love, more bliss, more happiness, more um, just growth and possibility and magic and luck and all these things. You will look like the luckiest person in the world if you embrace this. That is exactly what will happen. So go for it. Have fun. Enjoy. I love you. Have a wonderful day. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.